0: Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Soslanko, pastor of the community of Saints Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's faith formation office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isidoreandmaria.org. Today we present season one, episode 30 of this podcast. We'll hear Father Mark's homily from November 11th, 2018, the 32nd Sunday in ordinary time for year B. The Gospel for this week is Mark chapter 12, verses 38 to 44. Let's listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of Mark. In the course of his teaching, Jesus said to the crowds, Beware of the scribes who like to go around in long robes and accept greetings in the marketplaces, seats of honor in synagogues, and places of honor at banquets. They devour the houses of widows, and, as a pretext, recite lengthy prayers. They will receive a very severe condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and observed how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow also came, and put in two small coins worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to himself, he said to them, Amen, I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the other contributors to the treasury, for they have all contributed from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. The Gospel of the Lord
1: it doesn't take us very long to realize that life is not always good to us. In fact, we can very easily conclude that life can often hurt us. And this happens on a personal level as we deal with stuff in our lives, whatever that may be. Maybe we're going through something emotionally, something physically. Maybe something is out of sync with one of our friends Something's not happening well in our families. There may be things within our social world of school, of work, or wherever it may be, that is simply a classic thorn in our side. We also live in a world that also is always not great to us either. In fact, we hear story after story of violence and things spilling over, more and more and more and more. This very scary world, this violent world, this unpredictable world, whether we realize it or not, affects us on a very deep level. It can even produce a sense of fear or anxiety. It may even produce within us a cautiousness that we never had before. But as we look at the bigger picture... When we hear stories such as we do, they do affect us very deeply. And they cause us to begin to realize that something is not right about what is happening. Something is not right. And in that not rightness, we have to respond. And we do, whether we realize it or not, we respond to those things. And so the big question that we need to ask ourselves, whether we believe in God or not, The big question that we ask ourselves is this. In the midst of all of the stuff that happens and unfolds in our life personally, in our families, in our social situations, in our world, where do we find a sense of peace? Where do I find myself in this whole big picture? Where do I go to get those cues? Because if we listen to what's going on outside of ourselves, whether what's happening in our own friendship social worlds or in our schools or in our homes or in our world, we can easily find ourselves becoming very discouraged. We can even find ourselves becoming angry. We can find ourselves becoming fearful and even apathetic. And apathy is really just another way of saying, I don't care. And so in the midst of the I don't care, here we are. So where do we go to find our sense of peace? Where do we go to find our sense of self? Well, what we sometimes do with that is we allow others to tell us that. So we look to what's going on around us and we react to that. And so if people are treating us well, then we feel good about ourselves. If people aren't, then we don't. If things are going well around ourselves, then our response to that is a positive one. Or, when things become too hurtful, and things become too overwhelming, we simply turn more inward, and maybe find ourselves gaming a little bit more, or spending a little bit more time on the internet than we used to, or maybe spending more time in our social situations in social media or doing whatever it is to distract us from what is really going on around us. Worse yet, we can find ourselves becoming more possessed with addictive behaviors to ease and soothe what is gnawing at us inside. Where do we go to find our peace, our sense of self? The widow in today's gospel had a little bit of a clue how to do that. There was a priest a few years ago, his name was Father Teilhard de Chardin, French priest, and he was a scientist, theologian, really smart guy. And he tried to put the pieces of science and faith together, which is a big challenge. But he did it, and did it eloquently. And what he said was, God's divine spark, think about this, God's divine spark, his love, is in every fabric of life. In the smallest atom, in the smallest molecule, in the s- photon of light. In other words, we could not have life if it was not sustained by God's love. And I'll see, sometimes we think God is some being outside of ourselves here. And because we have a hard time relating with Him, we have a hard time finding it relevant here. But when we take God from out there and we bring him back in here, we realize that God's presence, God's love, beats with every beat of my heart. I would not be who I am or at all if it wasn't for God. That life would not be if it wasn't for God. To bring it one step further, in the core of who we are is divine DNA. God made us. Period. End of story. And when he made us, he didn't just make us and forget about us. He made us and remains with us. The very blood that is flowing through our brains, the the veins, the, the air that we breathe, who we are, is because of God. And so the widow got it right in today's gospel because she went to her worship and connected. Here's something we often forget about widows in Jesus' time. They weren't the admired part of society. Widows were kind of neglected. They were put aside. And a lot of times they were poor. They didn't have a lot to support themselves. They struggled. So the thing you did not want to be in Jesus' day was a widow. So if anybody had the justification for carrying a ship on their shoulders and being angry at life, it would be a widow very easily. This woman could have easily been the one who was angry, the one who was resentful, the one who was bitter, the one who was disgruntled, the one who was afraid of life and just recoiled within and worried about themselves only and no one else. But she realized in her journey that the way to unlock all of that was to connect. You see, if you know anything about electrical engineering or how electrics work at all. You know you have to have a circuit in order for the lights to go on. If the circuit isn't connected properly, the lights aren't going to work. So when you connect the circuits, you have what you're looking for. Same thing with us. When we connect the circuits in our life and do it properly, then we are who we are supposed to be. We are, as God designed us, connected. So how did she do that? Well, first of all, she went to her worship, number one. She went there and gave of herself to whatever extent that she was able to. In terms of other people, she certainly didn't put as much in as others, but she gave what she could, symbolic of just giving of ourselves. She connected with her folks, her people. She found the beauty of her faith, and it reflected back on her, and it was able to sustain her. And Jesus noticed that. So for you and I, as we struggle in this complicated world, we have to find some axis, some place to go, some way to figure out who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. We can't just do it on our own. And so we come here. This sacred place reminds us of who we are. When we come here, we listen to God's word and his vision for the world, which is not what the world says it's supposed to be. And God's vision for the world gives us that basis upon which to judge ourselves, our actions, and how we're supposed to live and be in this world that is God's, not ours. We come to be enriched by the Eucharist, to receive the presence of God deep within ourselves, to give us strength, nourishment, courage, so we can go out and be a Christian in a world that is not Christian. To live our faith, is a challenge. To take what you believe and put it into practice in your life is not easy because you're going to buck the grain all the time. But this gives us the power and the strength and the ability to try to do that again as much as we're able to. We come here and we're connected with our brothers and sisters in faith because we realize that we can't just do this alone, that we need one another in order to do as Jesus commanded, to live the gospel, and to love. seems simple, but it really isn't when we try to do it properly. And we come here to be connected to the beauty of truth. See, out there, everything goes. If you listen to what's going on in the world, it's going to tell you this, and it's going to tell you that, and it's going to bring you over here, and it's going to bring you over there. What's true? The truth is only here. Here in our faith is where we find our truth, Here's where we find what is real. And the beauty of that truth is something that we can come to. Leave the complicated. Leave the fearful. Leave the unexpected. Leave the hurtful. And come here. And find, even if it's only for a few moments, some measure of solace. Because that sense of self, that sense of peace, isn't coming from out there that's just going to leave us agitated. It's going to leave us confused, apathetic, and sometimes hopeless. The sense of peacefulness and well-being and sense of self has to only come from God. And when we do that and connect with the beauty of truth, with God, his word and sacrament, our brothers and sisters, and our inward sense of who we are and what we know we need to do and be, we connect the circuits. And now we can leave properly put together to be who we are meant to be and who we can be and who God wants us to be. Then it doesn't matter so much what happens out there. It doesn't matter so much what's going on in our inner circles. We're going to have courage, we're going to have strength, and we're going to have integrity which mean more than anything else. So as we continue on our journey of life this week, perhaps we can focus more on properly connecting the circuits so that we can be happier, more focused, and at peace.
0: Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.